Hey, yo. What's good, y'all? It's the Colognes. I'm Rich. And I'm Carmen. And on this podcast, we talk about life, family, marriage, ministry. And all the things. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get it. Yay, yay. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to our <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. I was going to give like a name, like welcome to the blah, blah, blah podcast. But truth be told, we don't have a name yet. Um, what's in a name? What's in a name? Is that well, Shakespeare? We'll find out. Probably not. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, my name is Rich. I'm here with my wife, Carmen. I'm supposed to say my name. Say your name. Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. And... Um, yeah, we've been talking about starting a podcast for a hot minute, a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've gotten people have told me like randomly tell me to start a podcast. Like, I mean, I don't know if they want it to be with you or not. <laughs> oh, good. Well, give the people what they want. Kind of. Kind of. I'm pretty sure they probably wanted <laughs> it with you. <laughs> to every to everybody that wanted to hear from Carmen. And not me. Sorry. I'll do my best to add no, add flavor. We're but, better together. Um, yeah. So anyway, we just decided, like, fine, enough is enough. We just, we're just going to do it. So, we're going to do it. Um, no more excuses. Let's yep. do it. So we popped up a table uh, literally right in the middle of our bedroom. Yep. And we were like, let's just do it. Hit record and let's see what happens. So we actually put a thing on our Instagram. We're asking for name suggestions yep. because... For the life of us, we can't think of a name. We've tried to talk about a name for like days now. Days. And nothing. Weeks. 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 Honestly, yeah. yeah, weeks. And nothing, nothing's coming to mind. So, and you know what? Instagram is a trusted is a trusted source, I feel like, because businessnamegenerator.com is not. <laughs> business name generator. That doesn't let even me, sound kosher. Let like. me read some of these names, okay? Yeah. Appetite colognes. <laughs> <laughs> That's disturbing because, like, depending on how you read cologne. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so, actually, terrible. the accent mark isn't on any. <laughs> so, why they recommended that one, okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Hold up. <clears throat> Sparkle Hold cologne. Spark- <laughs> but read it. But read it. Read it with Sparkle, no accent marks. Sparkle colon. <laughs> That's like disturbing. This was like. not as funny until you said that. <laughs> I'm literally crying. Okay. Um, okay, hold on. Um, there's just so many of them. Fit <laughs> Looking at looking at your face, trying to keep it together while you're reading it, it's it's even better. I cried. You know what? I'm gonna stop. Read one more. Give us one more. Okay, best okay. one you best you can see on oh, page. Okay. <clears throat> um, Colonzilla. <laughs> Colonzilla. <laughs> so. Basically, all of that to say, as tears are flow- just flowing. We down need my help. Face. 
business <laughs> business name generator.com is not trusted. None of those are great names. I mean, maybe they are. They're great names. None of those are trusted. <laughs> not what we're looking for. Um, Colonosaurus. <laughs> like, who is making these? <laughs> right. Trust us with your, your whole business idea name. Listen, just for a fun, for a giggle, go on business name business generator dot com. Like you should have put in your last you, name. you should have known that they weren't gonna come up with great names by the name of their own site. <laughs> business name generator dot com. Like Oh my gosh. B N G business name generator. Oh man. So, anyway, um, um go there for fun. Type in your last name. Yeah. Let us know what your business names were. <laughs> except we are unique with the fact that like colognes. Cologne's a little bit of a tougher. Yeah, it's cold. A, it's a little bit of a tougher. You cannot forget that. Accent, I really Mark. married up with my last. You're welcome. <laughs> so much, so much history and nuance. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, you started off by saying, "What's in a name?" What's in a name? But uh, anyway, so we need help with the name. Oh my gosh. So I up, like, that's gonna be, <laughs> that's gonna be its own journey. It's figuring yes. out what the heck name we come up with. But outside of that, what we wanted to do with the first episode was to just kind of like uh, talk about who we are. I mean, I'm sure there's like a bunch of different types of people that might find themselves uh, listening to this at one point or another, whether it's people that uh, just know us like longtime friends, longtime friends, or here, here's some water, Uh, longtime friends, or um, uh, people we met through ministry, or people that just know you, or people that just know me. Let's be honest, probably not a lot of people that just know me. Not true. I, I have a lot of, like, hip-hop people. Like You have a fan club. I don't I have don't, a fan club. No, I don't have a fan club. I have people I that... You have a fan club. I have people that belong to the hip-hop community, but, but <laughs> the hip-hop community in 2022 and approaching 2023 is all people who are trying desperately to get, like, their name out. So they want, you know, like people solicit me to listen to their stuff, but it's not a lot of, a lot of times people who are going to engage back. So anyway, shots fired with that. But anyway, your people, (laughs) people that follow you are like just the best people on earth. So I think so too. Yeah. So we need, we need, (laughs) we need your peeps anyway. Uh, so what we're going to do on this episode, (laughs) it's like (laughs) so, so popular, um, we're gonna. Oh my gosh. We're I'm just joking. gonna. If you don't know me, I'm one thousand percent joking. Just in case yeah. you only know Richard. That's anyway. Um, going. yeah. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna share like our origin story, like superheroes. Yes. And then we're just gonna kind of. Um, we should share them together though, like not separately. No, no, no. Yeah, like tell like, one one story, and then we, you know, like. We're if, telling. If you want to stop me, I want to yes. stop you. Whatever. And then, and then we'll just kind of uh, go from there. Talk about, you know, just how just we became the colons. The colons <laughs> into one great big colon, colonzilla. Colonverse. Colon. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Okay, so jump back in time with us. Yes. Uh, to 2008. Two, no, 2007. 2007 when we met, yeah. yeah. I was going to try to... I'm notorious for telling long stories, so I was going to tell... I was gonna All right, to, yeah, you're right. Tell, 2008. Tell so 2008, Dr. Phillips High School, Orlando, Florida. That's when we first met. Uh, just 
probably a God thing. I had to retake economics. Carmen was taking economics online, but didn't like online, so she transferred into my class. That's yeah. where we met each other, mm-hmm. flirted for a little bit. I uh, <laughs> kept her waiting for a little bit mm-hmm. before finally asking her out at a Wendy's. Yeah, with uh, your with your friend. Yeah, I had one of my homeboys, Jared, with me. I was the third wheel. Yeah, well, no, that wasn't the plan, but that's <laughs> ultimately how I came across. So anyway, that all all of these like high school, it's got some great stories. So we'll have yeah, to definitely we'll save like that for like a blast from the past episode. Yeah, we'll have to like actually spend some time on yeah. these episode um, eight, maybe like because we were the class of oh eight. Wow, yeah. how poetic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that we. Um, you know, had the post-graduation jobs and doing all that stuff yeah. all, maybe that'll be like a marriage episode or like whatever, like, you know, we'll talk about kind of how we led up to I that love story. Yeah. But ultimately we were, um, just based in Orlando and central Florida. Um, I was in culinary school. Carmen was going to community college. She was doing early education stuff, mm-hmm. but we had served a lot in the local church there in Orlando. Um, and we both just kind of like collectively felt like a call to ministry. Yeah. So I ended up actually dropping out of culinary school. Um, Bye-bye. yep. <laughs> Big waste of money. Not waste of money. I, what? I cook a lot now. You're the be- one of the best cooks I know. I will How many cooks do you know though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, many. So many cooks. First of all, I always say this and you know this, that you have the best Alfredo sauce better than all Gordon. <laughs> Better yeah, than I mean, Olive Garden. Know, it's, it's what it is. And yeah. you can at me on that one. You well, can at Olive Garden on that one. Olive Garden don't want the smoke. You feel me? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so it wasn't a waste of money. But I and I didn't sauce. I didn't end up <laughs> going sauce. into I didn't end up going into the culinary field for like very long. I did a little mm-hmm. bit worked at at a couple places, but didn't stay there because felt called the ministry, um, and. Yeah, we were given an opportunity in the local church to uh, serve and to help with the kids ministry in a little bit more of an active role. So we did that, and that really just confirmed things for us. So not long after that, we received a job offer. Around this time, we had just gotten engaged. So Mm -hmm. like, Yeah, I mean, it was closer to when we were getting married. Yeah, we we had gotten engaged, um, and this was like 2010. Towards the end of 2010, we got a job offer. Uh, like an hour away from home, Ocala, Florida. Some would call it Slow Cala, Florida, uh, horse capital oh, of the world. Of the world. Yep. John Travolta's <laughs> residence. You know, a lot of lot of big things happening in Ocala. There's a Stevie B's pizzeria there. Oh, if you don't know about Stevie B's, Google it. You're missing yeah. out for Rotate sure. Baked potato. Pizza. pizza. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, anyway, um, they're just doing things different in Ocala. You feel me? Like, okay. <laughs> Ocala, it just holding it down on a different level. But oh uh, worked at a church there for uh, just about a couple years. Bounced around Central Floor a little bit before coming back to Orlando uh, to the church that we got married in. Worked there for about a year, and then we were just kind of like, we saw a lot of people that we knew going through like this ministry circuit almost in Central Florida, right? Yeah. And we were just like, yo, we don't we just, just... We were just ready to get out of Florida. Yeah, we you were know, like, we don't want to bounce short, around Orlando. Get out of Florida. Like, yep. Or we don't want to bounce around Florida and just kind of, you know, be covering each other's tracks with like people that we knew. So we were like, what else is out there? Yeah. Uh, we were on like a ministry job board and saw Metro Detroit pop up. Yeah. And, and I was like, where's Detroit? 
I yeah. didn't know anything, anything about Detroit, anything about Michigan, except mm. the Great Lakes. I knew the Great Lakes were up here from school. Like and I didn't. School. Like, I knew what the Great Lakes were, yeah. but I didn't, I mean, you know, I was like, okay. Yeah. Um. So what did you think when I came to you? I saw this posting. I went to Carmen, and I was like, what do you think about Detroit? Yeah. I mean, I I didn't know. I was just like, I don't know. That feels far. But it, <laughs> right, it was. It feels really far. Yes. <laughs> um, but I was kind of excited because I was like, I really love seasons. You're from Colorado. I'm from Delaware. Yep. We grew up in first state. What's up? The first state, baby. That's what Carmen always does. <laughs> oh, what's from Delaware? And Carmen's like, that's the first state. Delaware's amazing. Okay. Um, and so we were talking about seasons and just wanting that for our family. Um, and so, but I didn't know anything about Michigan. I knew nothing. Zero. Yeah. I mean, I, neither did Detroit, I. Let alone Detroit. Let alone Detroit. The only thing I think I had going for me more than, than you probably had going for you is that, uh, as we briefly mentioned earlier, I'm a big hip hop, a hip hop head. And yeah. so musically, I knew a lot coming oh, out of mile. Detroit. I knew yeah. about eight mile. So you had eight mile. I never you, seen it, but I knew about it. Yeah. You knew about it cause of Eminem. Right. Yeah. But I knew about Eminem and D12 and Jay Dilla and, uh, Slum Village and all these different hip hop acts that came out of Detroit. I didn't know geographically really, really where it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, is this more East Coast? More? I didn't really know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Florida's a feels like a world away sometimes, and uh, and culturally it is. Yeah, you know. For um, sure. But but I had a little bit more like idea of just maybe like a frame of mind of like, oh okay, Detroit can kind of can kind of thug it out a little bit because there's a <laughs> lot of you know, what notable hip-hop acts do you know coming out of Orlando? You know what I'm saying? Like, none. And I might be Benja. wrong on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people that we know, yes. But I mean, like, notable. Oh, like yeah. like Eminem. Like, Big like Big Sean. Yeah. Like, people like, know. none, you know? But Detroit know. has a whole slew of them, like, historically, you know? And big people, big names. So that gave me a little bit of idea plus sports. You know, I knew that all the sports teams were terrible except the Pistons. <laughs> Because I watched Malice in the Palace, the game where they fought with the Pacers. Mm -hmm. I saw that live on TV mm -hmm. in high school. When 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 I lived in Orlando, I remember that game popping off and being on the phone with, I think I was on the phone with my friend Not Nick. Me. Not you. I didn't <laughs> know you yet, shorty. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. So, like, I actually really liked the Pistons. But sports-wise and music-wise, I knew Detroit. But that's all we knew. Yeah. So, we just did it. We just did yeah. it. And... But I think a big theme for us at the time was I think you were reading a book about I was just kind of like taking a big big leap. What book was that? Um, I want to say Chase the, the Lion. Chan. No, yeah, Mark Batterson. Yeah. Chase the Lion. Chase the Lion. That's a really good book if you're like in a season maybe of like what should I do next or here's yeah, maybe my dreams. wanting change wanting to change Chase the Lion is such a good book. Or to like you feel like you want to take a risk. Mm-hmm. But you're like apprehensive. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a big move. It can just be anything in life. Yeah. Yeah. Starting something new, maybe. Yep. Yep. But, That's a good book. So we did it. We flew up. And, th you know, maybe we'll, maybe we could have the Andersons on, a, on an episode or something. That'd be maybe. fun. But we have. Date um, night episode. Yeah. We ended up making really good friends with the. We moved up to work at a church to be kids and youth pastors at a yep. church in Madison Heights, which is Metro Detroit. Yeah. It's on 12 Mile. Detroit proper ends at 8 Mile. So just a few miles north of. Detroit proper, and um, we ended up being really, really great friends with the pastors that mm -hmm. are there. Still good friends to this day. But that kind of bookmarked like a, a, a like a big change for us for our family. 
the yeah. time we only had one child. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about our kids in a minute, but um, our family completely shifted trajectory. We still stayed yeah. in ministry. Yeah. Still, I think felt the same calling to ministry and, and mm-hmm. you know as a family. But that really opened our eyes culturally to a lot of new things. Really started a new a lot of new conversations mm-hmm. for us. And we were we were getting older. Yeah. We were in ministry young. Yep. Real young. How young? Tell uh, the people. <laughs> 21. Yeah. I was 21. No. I mean, when we were youth, I mean, when, when we, we were started, youth leaders, we were like 19. Yeah. I mean, we were young, young. Yeah. Little babies. Little babies. Uh, little babies. <laughs> <laughs> babies. Little babies. Little babies. No, but for real, we were young, and I think we were at a point, an age where we were finally like, you know, you just start, you just change. You get better when you get older, more than more ways than one. I mean, not always, but. Wow, <laughs> she just winked at me. I don't know what that means. You want to tell anybody what you meant by that? What? No, okay, let's not. Okay, so anyway, we. <laughs> you already know if you do it, I'm gonna say it. Like, Lord, if you, anyway. Yeah, you blushing? Moving right along. You're blushing. Moving right along. Where were we? Oh, my glasses are foggy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so we we're in Michigan now. We were. Kids, or you were the kids pastor. I was a youth pastor yep. um, at 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 Central Church, Madison Heights, for yep. like four and a half years, right? Yep. Um, and things were great. I think we thought we were gonna be there for a long time. We were talking about campusing a yep. church there because us, we we love family ministry. We're mm-hmm. all about families, all of that. Um, but we knew that lead pastoring was somewhere in our uh, like somewhere in our near future. We knew we didn't want to be older lead pastors. We knew yeah. it was something that. We felt called to do, you know, yeah. I more, mean, more felt, immediate than we not. We felt this calling to lead pastor, though, like a long time ago when we first started doing ministry like classes. But yeah. we knew it wasn't time. Well, yeah. And, yeah. and there's all those questions of like, who's going to take me serious as like a 25 yeah. year old, which now being 33, I look back on that and I'm like, you know what? Like, probably better to just sit down yeah. for a minute, yeah. you know, because now I talk to people. I'm, I'm still not like. At 33, I still kind of feel insecure sometimes about my age being a lead pastor, you know, just because there's so much life experience that Mm -hmm. you have, but still you don't have, you know, but, um, so anyway, so COVID happened. Yep. The vid. The vid. (laughs) Is that even a thing? I I don't know. That's what I wanted to call it. The vid. The vid. Yep. Anyway, that, you know, changed and altered people's lives in different ways and for one of those for us we were like yeah you know just twists and turns here and there we decided that hey we're gonna move out of michigan go to tennessee yeah went to tennessee we're in tennessee <laughs> mega church uh yeah for like which is totally different for us as well yep. um and we were there for like eight months yeah. Well, we'll we'll tease all this I out know, in other episodes. So much of our we life. have a lot. Yeah, this is a lot. Yeah. But uh, just try to stay with us. We'll unpack all of these individual stories probably at some point or another or a lot over time. But on episode three ninety two. Yes. <laughs> hang in there. But uh, we uh, we ended um, up there for a little bit, and then w- there was an opening for this the the. Church in Detroit, which, gosh, there's such a backstory to this. I was gonna say, so we'll have to do yeah, another episode. Some dots finally connected for us. There yep. were some seeds that were sown before yeah. we even left. I mean, years go. before, even like before COVID, yeah. of how we wanted to start a church and, and possibly lead pastor in southwest Detroit, which yep. is 
uh, predominantly Hispanic neighborhood in Detroit. Um, I don't know if you can hear this or not, but this is Carmen's fifth yawn. <laughs> Uh, since we've been First recording, all, it's nine fifty-eight. I know it's okay. Just it's all right. That's why. That's why I keep pausing to try to let you talk because I feel like I'm boring you. No, it's just bedtime. It's, <laughs> it's bedtime. Maybe this podcast should be bedtime with the colognes. Sleepy time. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah, sleepy time. Sleepy time. Uh, um, but yeah, so we. <laughs> While being in Tennessee, one of those yep. dots finally connected, and we we got the opportunity to start a church in Southwest Detroit, yep. uh, something we actually had prayed about doing years before, but weren't, mm-hmm. you know, things didn't line up yet. So when that door opened for us, we were like, we got to do this, right? Yeah. Like, I think it was just like a, let's do it. We have to do this. Yeah, we were know? just ready. And that's what we're doing now. Yep. Almost two years. So that's on to his church, Southwest Detroit. Yep. And we replanted a church. Yeah. Yep. And it's incredible, incredible people. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible city it's yep. incredible part of the the city um just just good times great times <laughs> not all good yes not all good hard At challenging hard times yep yeah but uh, all of that to say just like we love it you know we <clears> love <throat> the people we love all the things um but that brings us to but like p- maroon five you know like <laughs> it's not always rainbows and butterflies not always rainbows and butterflies. You know, like it's compromise. I don't know. Is about that the right word? One. Yeah. I'm like, what does what does Adam Levine know about compromise? Hey, I like but, Adam Levine, but oh, you do. We'll talk about that different. Oh, okay. We will. We can talk about Adam Levine anytime. Uh, no, all of that to say, we feel like yeah. What comes back to this podcast mm-hmm. is we feel like we have a lot of. Random experience, yeah. Random story. I don't think it's random though. Like we okay, have a lot of in in our because we got started so young in ministry. Yeah. For being as young as we still currently are. Yeah. We have. I feel like we life. have. We've lived a lot of life. Yeah. Um, and we have a good amount of experience despite our our age. Yeah. You know? So I feel so. like what you can expect from this podcast mm-hmm. is. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is live, laugh, love. You know, a oh lot of... Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, this is the first and last episode of this podcast. Well, okay. Hear me out. A lot of life. Yeah. We're going to talk about life. We're yeah. going to talk about marriage. Yeah. We're going to talk about... Ministry. Parenting. Ministry, parenting. Ministry. Yeah. So that's the live. Yeah. We're going to laugh, okay? Obviously. We've already been laughing. Yeah. We like to laugh. I feel like when... You're mad at me. The first thing I do is try to make you laugh, and you hate it because you're mad at Who me. Who does it? It's like let's not talk about why, <laughs> why you should be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I how about this? It's like laugh. listen, listen. When you're mad at me, the first yeah. thing I want to do is not apologize. Yeah, it's I want to make you laugh. Yeah, and that's so that way that's you a forget different episode. Okay? That way you forget that why is, you're mad at me. That's a different episode. All right. Two ninety five. Anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> we're gonna live. We're gonna talk about life. Yeah, just life in general. 100. We're gonna laugh uh-huh. at you. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna love. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna love. We're no, for real. Love we're every gonna... second of it. <laughs> I don't really know where that was. <laughs> 
Like you got nothing ready for love. Like. No, love is Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Because live, laugh, Jesus. The, no, love. Live, yeah. love, love. Okay. Yeah. All of that because it has to be three L's, like three L W. But all of that. Live, just, laugh, Lord. Like. No, just at the heart of it, though. Yeah. The center of everything that we're gonna talk about is always gonna go back to Jesus. Yeah. To love. To love. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey. uh, yeah. Okay, I can I can get down with that. I guess. Um, Maybe that should be the new. No, absolutely not. No, this will be the last, <laughs> first, last, only ever episode. Okay. Um, but yeah. So yeah, yeah, just just kind of sharing that. We're big people, people, big story Love people. people. And uh, you'll get a lot of that. You'll get I a mean, lot of that here. You're a better storyteller than me. No, I think you're a good storyteller. I, I, I think we tell stories differently. We do. So maybe that was a better way to put it. Yeah. See, there you go. you're great with words. Wow. Yep. <laughs> you gonna wink at me again? <laughs> she did it. Great with words. Um. um yes. So we we wanna we wanna one of Carmen's ideas was we wanna end every episode with two questions. Yep. So I'll let Carmen ask the questions. We, I, I mean, yeah, because I want people to leave with something. Yeah, and I agree. this is the pilot. That's the pastor in you. Maybe. Yeah. But this is the pilot. So it, if, if you're like, this was whack. <laughs> <laughs> Give us another chance. <laughs> yeah. Give us another chance. But no, for real. Um, I want you to maybe leave with something Yeah. from our podcast. Yeah, these questions you'll hear Carmen or myself ask them. Yep, we'll answer them to yep. start, but we want you to answer them too. And if you're listening to this, yeah, you know, answer them Drop for yourself. Us a message. Yeah, answer them for yourself. Maybe <laughs> ask. Don't do that. You don't want to give your number out like that. Give a social media handle. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna have some weirdies calling your phone or something? Like, hey, listen to the podcast. <laughs> Your voice sounds At nice. Miss M R S Carm Cologne. There you go. Or yeah. or yeah, we'll stick to yours. Okay. Um, you know what? So hit us with the questions. <laughs> hit us with the questions. Yes. Go oh, on. I have the questions today, don't I? Yeah. I mean, okay. You said you did. All right. So first one is we so you gotta know this and we didn't even talk about our kids on this episode. We'll have an episode <sighs> dedicated to the kids. Maybe, and maybe two. yeah, maybe next three. episode. No, next, we'll do next episode, and then we'll we'll have we'll don't tell funny next stories about it. In case they don't want to hear about kids, it's, it's, it's our podcast. That's true. So they could just go to episode two ninety five if they don't want to hear <laughs> about the kids. We don't talk about our kids. That's uh, true. But yeah, so we'll talk about the kids in the next episode. We promise we do love them. Oh, um, so much. But uh, <laughs> as one is crying uh, right now, that's so, yeah. We're ignoring one that's crying <laughs> while we're recording this. We're good parents, but uh. So we're big, we're big readers. We're always reading something. Carmen's always reading something. I'm always reading something. We have a, a nine-year-old daughter who's always reading something. <laughs> always. She's a big writer, too. I mean, yep. it's just, we love reading. We got more books than we know what to do with. So one of the questions is, what are you reading currently? Yep. Give, us a, give us the title, give us the author, and give us a little, like a short, short synopsis about it uh, in case anybody is interested in it. What All right. Are you, what are you currently reading? So I literally have like one chapter, like pages left of this book. Yeah. Um, it's by Amanda Carpenter. Somebody right now Carpenter. is super anxious because they know we have a kid crying. They're not crying. I actually just checked, guys. So be. <laughs> I 
I actually did. got up and what went over. <laughs> I did check when it when you didn't hear me speak. I checked. Um, it's by Amanda Carpenter. It's called Soul Care to Save Your Life. Mm. It's incredible. <clears throat> Sounds. It's really incredible. It's Sounds incredible wonderful. book. Yeah, it's so great. I'm almost done with that. Um, I see you highlighting a lot. Oh yeah. So I'm sure that's I'm great. highlighting a lot. Just she's just really honest about her experience. I'm not gonna tell you about it because I want you to read it. It's that good. Um, but that's what I'm reading, and I've been doing before that. I read It Begins at the End, which mm. was a mystery fiction killer thriller. Killer thriller <laughs> chiller. Chiller. Anyway, all that to say, I'm trying to do fiction, nonfiction. So gotcha. this is a nonfiction book. I'm almost done. My next book I'm looking to read is Crying in H Mart. Okay. So put that on the. You're pointing at me. I have no idea what these books are. It's on our mantle. <clears throat> I'm. I, I see them, but I'm oh, saying okay. like the. So there's books that both of us would probably be interested in reading. There have yeah. been books that you and I both read. Yeah. But then you have like a, a style of books that you like to read just for yeah. like your own enjoyment. Yes. That, I that I don't, and then yes. that and then books that I read that you probably wouldn't care to, pick up. But, so. Crying in H Mart. Crying in H Mart. I have no clue what it's about. Whatever. No, H Mart. Okay. No clue what it's about. I just, yeah. I saw it on someone else's page, so I got it. But, yeah, I'm, those are what I'm reading. Where the, I was kind of not on a reading kick for a while, but I read Where the Crawdads Sing, and hey. that changed my life. <laughs> I went and saw the movie with her, and wow. Great movie, but she the says book the was book better. is better, and the if book that's is true. 10 times better. Man, I might. Don't judge me, but I might read. <laughs> the book was—I mean, the movie was cool. It was really good. It was creepy, yeah. but it was cool. Um, but anyway, that's what I'm reading. So, what about cool. you? So, I have a rhythm of like how I how I read or how I uh, like take in books. Um, so, I'm always listening to an audio book and then reading like a, a physical book, not the same book, two different books, but one that I don't I'll, know how you do that. One that I'll listen to and one that I'll read. So, right now. I'm listening to a book that I actually read the hard copy of about four years ago, maybe three years ago. It's called Mi Casa Uptown by Rich Perez. Um, and it's just all about, you know, putting down roots somewhere. And I think his punchline is what if, what if, uh, what is it? What if familiarity bred love, not contempt. And it's all about how uh, the longer, most times when people are somewhere for a really long time, they're like, oh God, I got to get out of here tired of this i want to leave um but he kind of flips that and he's like what if we what if what if we saw like purpose and value in something the longer that you're there because you know it better and you know what it needs and you can serve it uh, more wholeheartedly uh, with the context that you have so that's mikasa uptown by rich perez it's a great mm -hmm. book um and then uh the book that i'm reading the hard copy to is called black birds in the sky and yep. it's by super cool like cover too yeah sweet and it's all and it's by um an author named brandy colbert brandy colbert and mm -hmm. it's the book is all about the uh the tulsa the tulsa like race massacre that yeah. happened 1921 tulsa oklahoma uh race massacre that happened on black wall street and uh, man, it's it's great. She she covers a lot in there, a lot of a lot of history, but then a lot of personal stories. So it kind of feels like a feels like history that's approachable, but then also like memoir from people who are actually there. And so this whole year, I've been on like a big like uh, 
I wouldn't call it a kick. I think God's just kind of ignited a passion in me around race and diversity and uh, multicultural like study. And so this, this is great. This yeah. is, this is really good. So anyway, Blackbirds in the Sky, Brandy Colbert mm-hmm. and Mikasa Uptown by Rich yeah. Perez. So reading, do it. If you don't read, read. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I hear some you... people that are like, Oh, I listen to podcasts. I don't yeah. really read. I would say they're different functions. They're different. Yeah, for sure. Just reading just opens up your eyes to just so many things, you yeah. know? Um, anyway, so read. So we're going to always try to ask that question, right? What yep. are we reading? Because we should be reading. We want to encourage each other to read. And the Bible is not the answer to say. I thought you were going to say the Bible is not the answer. I was about to be like, wow. <laughs> Jeez. No, like, okay. you can't just be like, I'm reading the Bible. No, yeah. We should be reading, reading it every day. Anyway. Yeah. All that to say. Supplemental The reading. second question we have for today, but it may not be always. Yeah. I don't know. Is what do we feel like our calling is? Yeah. And kind of like, so people can get an idea, starting with our family, yeah. what we think it is. Yeah. And then our personal kind of calling. And so we didn't talk about them much, but we do have three kids. Yep. They're freaking awesome. They're beautiful. They're incredible. They're incredible. They really are. They're incredible. We love them. No one's crying anymore. <laughs> um, love them so much. Oh, my goodness. Love them. I could start crying, but a different type of crying, not like in the beginning. <laughs> so they make up the colon verse with us. <laughs> I was about to correct you like you didn't know how to say the last name. I was yeah, like, no. It's joke. Anyway, so I feel like for our family, which you'll hear more, you'll hear tons of stories about them. But I feel like, I mean, Diego and Olivia, they're our littles. Diego's going to be three. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Camila's going to be one in a month. Mm-hmm. So they are a different dynamic. But Olivia's, By the time you all hear this, Diego will be three. Yeah, he will be three. Camila will almost be yes. one. Yes, so you can send this Olivia down. will still be nine. Birthday gifts this way. Venmo, cash out. Olivia will be nine, yes. But for her, I feel like for us with our family dynamic, it's just, just be a light wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Um, just yep. be different, be kind. Mm-hmm. Show love, like I feel. Try like. to elevate people. Yeah, elevate yeah. people. Don't take and advantage of people or be opportunistic with people or relationships. Mm-hmm. Ele- elevate people. Yeah, I feel like as our family as a whole, though, that's what we are. We yeah. just want to be noticeably different. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would agree with that. So, having said that, do you have like, like a one-liner or a two-liner or whatever about like personal calling? Like what? At this point in time, what is Carmen's personal calling? So I think that it's evolving still as we speak, as I'm getting older and learning more and experiencing more. But right now I feel like there's two things that have been really like pressing in my mind. The first one is just to bring back love for the church. Why are you smiling at me like that? (laughs) I thought you were like, bring back sexy. I'm bringing sexy back. Why would I say that? ADD. Oh my gosh. I don't know. No. Back to what I was saying. Bring back. Bring back love for the church. Or in the words of our former president, make church great again. (laughs) I don't know that he ever said that. (laughs) No, he didn't. I was taking his tagline. Oh my gosh. Anyway, all that to say, especially after... COVID, I feel like church feels very unnecessary for a lot of people, or people just don't have a genuine love for the church. Yeah. 
And unlike you, I grew up in the church. Yep. I love what it is. I love what it can be. That's not unlike me. Just your no. growing up. Yes, but because life. of that, it like growing up in the church. It's foundational. It's so foundational for me. Yeah. And I just want people to realize how beautiful the church is. Mm-hmm. Like I got created. Humans, people, yes, are going to fail us. But like what the church was designed for and just like creating a space for that, which is helpful mm-hmm. being <laughs> pastors of a church yeah. to love the church. But that and then my second one is marriage. Making marriage great again. I feel like marriage is taboo these days. Or like You've made ours great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You've made ours great. <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. I'm not saying we have a perfect marriage. Obviously, we have our ups and downs. But um, I just feel like I want people to see how beautiful marriage is, too. Because I feel like we have a beautiful marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Those are two things. I have probably a few more, but right now those have been like pretty. So you're you're you feel like yours would be like you feel like you have a calling to put almost like a like an emphasis back on um, the church and yep. marriage. The, yeah. The the beauty of them both. Yeah. The uh, like the necessity of them both in their in their yep. right place and in in a healthy state. Yep. That's good. I, but I'm also Enneagram 7, and yeah. I have lots of hobbies, so I have 10 more. Lots of them. <laughs> 10 more things, I feel like, but those two have been really big on my mind and heart lately, and so I've been looking for ways to do that. That's great. More to come on that. Yeah, so mine would be... Uh, I know what it is, and yeah. I love it. I told someone it the other day. I feel like mine is um, to make faith and the Bible, so scripture, um, mm-hmm. accessible to diverse, diverse people, diverse people groups, multiculturalism, um, but, but specifically in context where people, um, people wouldn't, wouldn't find it accessible or approachable, uh, for themselves. Yeah. So, you know, inner city, urban, you know, dense, um, multi-ethnic uh, populations where it's like, you know, maybe there's been a different emphasis on, on church or church tradition or um, maybe just no value in it at all or yeah. even seeing it as like a as like a ball and chain or like a setback to, you know, I, we hear this a lot or you see this a lot, especially in, in our context where, you know, there's like whole groups or, or you know, whatever's a people that treat faith in one specific thing and I, and I'm I'm convinced that it doesn't even matter if it's Jesus or not just just having a, a, a convicted committed faith to any one specific thing almost treat it like it's uh, like it's a setback in your life you know like it's gonna hold you down like being free from all that and being you know in in touch with your essence and in the universe and all that is really the way because that's a little bit more liberating than having a, a committed faith to, to something. And I, uh, I feel called to um, share scripture with with people in context like that, where it's like maybe you thought scripture said something that it didn't, or maybe you thought it didn't say something that it does, mm-hmm. um, but just to make it understandable and approachable to yeah. people who don't find it accessible. Well, I told someone that mm-hmm. literally the other day. Yeah. 
and I said that you're one of the best communicators that I know, and I wow. mean it. Wow. I mean it. Wow. Because you're, you're good at that. I would say, I would say, like you said, like one in, you know, like how you have like one or two or whatever. I yeah, would say, million, that, million. I would say that's <laughs> that's my what I really feel like my calling is. Yeah. In that though, I think you know more and more that I listen back to myself or you know whatever. I, I really I said this before, but I really feel like God's put on my heart, you know, multiculturalism and diversity and, and all yeah. of that. And so in that there's a layer of communicating that. And a lot of people think that that's exempt mm -hmm. from Scripture. And you know what? Scripture has been colonized a lot and the church certainly has been a lot. And there's been a lot of abuse done with it and through it and to it. Yeah. Um, scripture and the church. But I think at its heart and at its essence, uh, I don't think I know. Um, when you get it in its right context and its purest form and the way that, that God meant for us to have it, the church and scripture, um, and God values that more than anybody. Yeah. God wants that more than anybody. And so I really want to put a spotlight on that and communicate that, you know, like the nuance of that, of just the beauty of multiculturalism, you know, scripture yeah. would say every tribe, every nation, mm -hmm. uh, every tongue, you know, um, worshiping jesus and so in that we all got to find our our value that that god's placed on us and who we are and where we come from so yeah yeah i love it anyway why well, here for it i love you i'm here for it was actually uh, here for it was actually a suggestion maybe for a podcast wow was this by what was a business name generator.com no. <laughs> on instagram oh my goodness anyway you know colon who you for are. it you know who <laughs> here for colon you know who we are if you lent it anyway hey. Um, well, cool. That, this was fun. Yeah, that wraps up our first episode. I feel so. like it's only going to get good and gooder. Yeah. And so better and better. That was a foundational episode. Yeah. We're just trying to give get you to guys know, context to, to who we us. are. Yeah. Yeah. And um, from here on, I th the episodes will be a little bit more pointed. Yeah. And specific content-wise. And so. But um, we can always guarantee. Yep. Live, laugh, love. That we will live. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. We're going to laugh. Yep. And we're going to laugh. Oh, tell them. Maybe it should be God live, laugh, love. With it's not happening. <laughs> All right. With that, we're out of here. Carmen needs to go to bed. It is bedtime. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys yeah. on the next episode. Right? We'll see you next time. Bye.